Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Critelli. And as always, I'm here with Mr. Luca Moya. Buddy, how has your week been? What you been up to? Uh, nothing much, man. Just working, working away, uh, trying to take advantage of the nice weather. Very different episode. We don't really talk about this sport a lot, but we got a pro coming on. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, of course. We're excited. We're excited. Uh, we're just we're throwing it back to the old Luca and Lucas show days, bringing on one of our CSM fellow alumni in Bradshaw for long. Bradshaw, thank you for coming on the show today. And uh, how, how have you been, buddy? I've watched you on the Cover 4 podcast, but I really haven't gotten to get into a show with you in a while. So how you been? I've been? I've been great. Just a lot of basketball, a lot of writing about basketball, talking about basketball, occasional football stuff with Luca and the guys. But it's good to get to talk. Anytime we're talking about basketball, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. And that's what we're going to do today, as Bradshaw alluded to, is we're going to talk some basketball. Luca and I usually don't uh, talk about this sport much on this show. So I got the idea. It's like, uh, a lot of good games, a lot of intense games, especially with Game 7, Milwaukee Bucks, Brad's Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> and uh, before we get started, I just want to throw a subtle chirp out there to Mr. Nolan Kangas, if he uh, listens to this. He may come on the show. He may not. We sent him the link. So uh, that's to be uh, to be determined. So uh, let's get started here, boys. Let's start in the East. I was going to let Nolan rant about the 76ers, but I think uh, we'll take it from here. The 76ers were one of the teams destined to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals against Milwaukee, uh, Brad's Milwaukee Bucks, like I said. But Atlanta, the storybook Atlanta Hawks, have been just playing really good basketball, especially with Trey Young. And one of the big stories coming out of that series was the play of their point guard, Ben Simmons. Philly fans aren't too kind. They're like, I say they're more, more like Leaf fans as we got to throw a little Leafs uh, thing course, in there, of course, of course. Of course. They're, they're very hard. And you saw on social media, a lot of memes, uh, fans burning Simmons jerseys, calling for his head. Uh, Brad, I'm going to start with you. Does Ben Simmons have a future in Philadelphia or is this the last we're going to see of him in a 76ers jersey? I, I have a hard time believing he's going to be it like, it depends where, like when they decide to move on, like, cause this is like his lowest possible value. So if you're, if you're looking to like move on from him after this, like right away, like you're not getting as big of a return. Cause like earlier in the season, there was the whole like Simmons for Harden. Like that could be the centerpiece of a Harden trade. The value has plummeted since then. Like you're looking at like CJ McCollum is like the high end of mm. this, but I, I have a hard time believing, especially after doc rivers and, Joel Embiid kind of were pretty public about how mad they were about Ben Simmons's performance in this series. I have a hard time believing he's like, he's long for this team. Like it's, if they want to see if they can recoup some value there and like, see if he like has a better start to next season and trade him at the deadline or something, maybe, but I don't think he's lasting too much longer in Philly. I think he, he said in like the first couple of words, like his value is so low. Mm -hmm. Who's going to want him. And he's the type of player where, I don't even know now if he's could be a franchise guy, if he's maybe a player that a playoff team would want because we saw this playoff run, he was atrocious. And in crunch time situations, he was on the bench. That doesn't happen for a franchise guy, especially as a point guard who handles yeah. the ball every single play. I mean, you can't take five shots a game, four shots a game, whatever it was. He's literally scared to shoot the basketball, and that's not something you want. So – you're taking a risk here. I think his value is so low that you might as well just see if he can develop a shot. But then Philly might fall in love with him again, and we might have this conversation again next season. So 
it's pretty much up in the air. I can't see Ben Simmons returning to Philadelphia, but I also can't see any team willing enough to trade for him or even want him because I think he's in what, Brad? I think it was his first year of the max contract. It's something like that. Yeah, he just got yeah. his rookie rookie max extension. And that's Very, one of the funny things. Like, fans yeah. are like – I know Sixers fans wanted to like, oh, like let's get like Damian Lillard potentially. But like all the – you're talking about all these – like they want to talk about all these guys they could potentially get. But it's like they – NBA GMs have TNT as well. They're watching these games. They're seeing yeah. exactly what we're seeing. Exactly. They're not blind. Like his value is low. Like I don't know what yeah. – like, there's not much for it. You can't get much for him at this point. I just think there's no threat to Ben Simmons. Yeah, he can defend. He's a great defender. But mm-hmm. when he has the ball in his hands, as a point guard, like you said, Luca, like he can't shoot the ball. So it's like he's going to pass it. We might as well just play the pass on defense. Or uh, there was an instance where he had an open dunk and, and he passed it off. It. And Joel Embiid alluded to that as one of the big big things in that in that game where they lost. And he's shooting 34% from the free throw line. Yeah, um Shaq shot better than him from the free throw line and that minimum 70 attempts uh, in the playoffs. That's like not where you want to be. And like for a point guard, if you're 6'10", like maybe, and Luca, you said this, like he can develop a shot. I think it's too late. Like you're already like kind of in the prime of your career. Like now he's going to start developing a shot. You should be, have developed a shot in your younger years, in your teens, leading up to the NBA. Uh, uh, so, like, I think it's really too late for him to, to really develop a, a more of, like, a, an NBA caliber, like, shot behind the arc or from the field. So one of the big storylines in the season was, are the 76ers looking for a point guard? And a name that kept get, get getting thrown in was Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's contract is up with the Raptors this season. He's from Philadelphia. Luca, do you see this as for the 76ers to get over the hump, having a championship caliber point guard like Kyle Lowry instead of Ben Simmons next season? I think it's definitely a possibility. Uh, He's a free agent, right? And Lowry, I think it makes perfect sense. Goals goes back home. Philly, obviously we've been talking about it for the start of the show. They need a point guard and I think it wouldn't make sense. And they don't have to trade Ben Simmons either. Like they can just sign Lowry, um, maybe get him cap friendly deal. I don't know what the situation for the Sixers are, but they're paying big money to Simmons and Embiid. So it's going to have to be a little bit, uh, Lowry's going to might have to take a hometown discount, but I think it could work out very well. And Doc Rivers, say what you want about him, blows big leads in the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. He's played with good talent. And I think he can coach that team well. Like having a, having a dog like Kyle Lowry, we saw in the prime with, Rondo in Boston. I'm not saying Lowry and Rondo are the same kind of player, but we saw when he had elite level play at the point guard position, what he was able to do with Garnett and Paul Pierce. So I think maybe they can get a similar team around him, but again, it's all going to come down to Simmons and what they're going to do at that position. Maybe you put him at the four and you just say, okay, Lowry, this is your team now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know, like, what if they want to get Lowry, like, they have to, like, they, they will have to move something to get him. Like, yeah. they they can't sign him straight into cap space unless, like, Lowry decides, like, all right, I'll take like a mid level exception and take a lot less. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he he's looking to get his money too. Like, he he took less with the Raptors for years. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, that's a nice, it's a good fit for sure. And like, Raptors fans have been like throwing around like, you know, Lowry sign and trade for you know Ben Simmons and like trying to talk to them into the idea of like, oh, like if we get Ben Simmons, we can develop him a little bit. 
And we were talking about the jump shot. Like, it's not even just like developing a shot at this point. It's just developing the mentality of getting to the rim, like just taking any shot at all and like being aggressive. And that's just, that's the main, that's the main, like the first, second and third problem with him is just not aggressive. And he's too focused on getting his teammates involved. And if I'm a Raptor fan, I don't even know how much I want that, like how much that pairing with him and Siakam would work. And like, those are two guys that both need to get to the (laughs) rim as is like Siakam's a a fine shooter, but I just don't know how those two would work together. It'd be a very interesting pairing. I agree. Yeah. The 76ers have a lot of questions to answer and that franchise, that fan base is really hurting right now, but a fan base that is really living right now. You saw the Instagram. uh, I saw an Instagram video in Milwaukee, that, that scene with all the fans, I guess COVID's not really a big issue anymore outside the <laughs> arena, but Milwaukee versus Atlanta in the Eastern Conference semifinal. And this is Brad's teams, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to give him uh, a little bit of time here, a little chunk to talk about his Bucks, uh, how proud he is of them and what he expects for the series against Atlanta. Brad, you have the floor. Oh man, uh, how proud I am is a that's a that's a sliding scale. It depends on the game, to be honest with you. Um, I was kind of like I had a big rant on my uh, on my on my podcast, the Shoot Your Shot podcast, after Game Two. I just I I was so done with them. Like they got blown out in Game Two against the Nets. Like I they had they looked like crap. Like even in some of the wins in that series, like Game Three, it was like both teams scored under eight under ninety points. So it was like an eighties game. Like both teams looked like crap. And they like somehow pulled out the series that should have been over in like five or six games against a team that had one star and then one on a bum leg. Like it, they're such a they're such an interesting team because all season they're doing all these things that you beg them to do. They're switching on defense. They're you know using Giannis as a screener more and pick and roll. Like they're doing all these like things you want them to do. You get to the second round, they throw it all out the window. It's like okay, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, ISO. Giannis is going to take a bunch of early shot clock threes. Just a lot of just weird stuff they were doing, but they grind out the series anyway. And they got, I mean, I don't know how lucky they got because Atlanta's a really, really, really good team. And I'm not expecting them. I'm not expecting the Bucks to just steamroll through them. I mean, it depends what kind of Bucks team shows up, but it's going to be a really fun series. Now I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to this, but this is the Bucks' best chance. This is their best chance at a championship for, I mean, like the, the Nets will be healthy again next year. The Lakers will be healthy again next year. Kawhi should be playing again next year. Oh, he could come back in this series too, but they like they, all the teams will be at full strength and this is their best chance right now is like they're the number one, they're the, like the best team in the East. And you could argue if they're better than the Suns or the Clippers with Kawhi, but this is their best chance. And I'm going to be a little disappointed if they don't at least get to the finals. Luca, any thoughts on this series? I no, I'm, it's crazy how the series should have probably been over after you go up 2-0, but then Milwaukee blows a huge lead. And then you're thinking, oh, well, th- it should have been over the other way. So it just kind of went back and forth, and they ended up pulling it out. I was, I was happy because I wanted Milwaukee to win because this is the first time I think we've seen in I don't know how long. Probably Maybe the Raptors won because of the injuries to Golden State, but even before then, I don't remember a finals or even two conference finals where you just really don't know who can come out on top. It's kind of wide open, and I like that. It's pretty competitive this year. One thing I will ask, and I know it might put you on the spot, Brad, down by two is Brooklyn, and I know they only need a two. Durant makes a crazy shot. P.J. Tucker's been on them all series. Would you have liked to see Giannis on them on that final possession? Uh, maybe, maybe for that possession, like, I, like, I, I don't like the narrative of like, oh, they should have had Giannis on him from like, from the jump. And like, he should have been guarding him like the yeah. entire game. Cause he carries such a heavy load offensively that that just wasn't going to happen. Like you need him fresh for the offensive end and he's a better help defender anyway. 
for that possession, maybe I just worry that like if like say Durant gets his foot behind the line and like he fouls him, then you're it, it run into the proposition of him of him like you know gets fouled and he goes to the line like maybe he missed this maybe he would have missed the shot but obviously he didn't. Uh, I would have I, maybe I would have liked to see that for sure, but I'm I'm fine with it at the, at the end of the day. I'm okay with the hey, result won, I guess, but. <laughs> I'm just I, I was I, I would have liked to see him on him a little bit more and you saw that a little bit like in game six mm-hmm. it was they had him defending KD a bit more and KD I think went like one for seven when he was guarded by Giannis so like I would have liked to see it a bit more but I mean I guess I can't complain with the result like too much exactly you need a little bit of luck and the Milwaukee Bucks just scraped by by the shoe size oh, of God. Kevin Durant <laughs> What a sh- like that would that's just a crazy thing. His foot's on the line. It goes to overtime. I watched that overtime. It was like back and forth, Ten. just on the edge of your seat. No one scores uh, in OT in the playoffs. You know, was so like, they were exhausted. Yeah, the defense is so yeah, five Game five seven. minutes. It's like three points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was because the 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 Nets scored and went up two, and then it, they were up two for a long time. Like the yeah, Bucks I thought, I thought it was done. The Bucks didn't score until like a minute eleven left in OT, and I'm like, oh my god! Like there was, I was just staring, like screaming at the TV. I'm like, you're only down two, guys! Please, please! Like there's, you need one shot to go in, and like Joe Harris missed a bunch of shots. They got that possession where the Nets got every offensive rebound and couldn't convert. I was just, I was, I thought it was over for sure. Before we move on to the West, guys, I just want to throw like an off-topic question here. Trey Young has been having a fantastic playoffs, whether it's been clutch shots, 40-point games, etc. Um, and I was talking about this with my buddy. Like one of the most, the most, most balanced trade in all of sports, I would have to say, is Trey Young for Luka Doncic. Just quickly, really? who would you take oh, come to start on. your franchise, Trey oh, Young or Luka Doncic? Luka, it's, Luka, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, it's not close. It's me. Like, come on, Luka, <laughs> Luka's franchise, Lucas. He's He's gonna be the face of the league. Him, Giannis. Um, you get you don't a guy think like Trey that. Could get into that conversation no. as well. I, I like. I, I admire what Trey's done, but like they had to give him a lot around yeah. him. Like they needed mm-hmm. to. Like, you need to have the right roster around him. They surround him with a lot of really good pieces. But Luca can like not that he can do it by himself because no guy can do it by himself. But he has. I don't know. He's. I trust that more. I trust his style more than like yeah. than Trey a little bit more. Not all even right, a little bit, right. a lot. A I lot just more. wanted, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. That's all. That's what all. do you think? What do you? Think? Yeah, obviously Luca because that's he, right. He's di- <laughs> I just wanted to hear what if somebody would throw it a hot take there. All right, West Western <laughs> Conference, Western Conference. We got the Phoenix Suns. We got the L.A. Clippers. Chris Paul is having a fantastic playoffs. He's out due to COVID. Kawhi Leonard has really stepped up for the Clippers now that the Lakers are out. Uh, they look like the favorite to 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 get to the finals. But the Suns are really putting up. Uh, a fight really thanks to Devin Booker. Uh, a lot of people saying he's like the second coming of Kobe Bryant, like just the way he plays and Come all on. of that. I'm just saying what the media says. It's very ridiculous. But you got to admit, Devin Booker is playing out of his mind. Right oh, absolutely. Now the just, but let Devin Booker be Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah. Still, don't, yeah don't compare him to Kobe. Exactly. Yeah. Which team has the bigger shoes to fill without Chris, the Suns without Chris Paul or the Clippers without Kawhi and Luca. I'll start with you. I think it's the Suns, and I, I think it's because this is the team. More or less, it's the same roster. Um, Chris Paul comes over, immediate threat. Like like they're they're a championship contending team. Like and, and you're seeing that. Like they're in the conference finals. He goes out. Can the team from last year basically 
prove that it's not just because of this one guy that we're here. And they went 8-0 and in the bubble, and they caught fire late in the year, have a good head coach, good young pieces around them. But Chris Paul, we saw this year, was the piece to the puzzle, and it was the perfect fit. Now he's gone. He's your leader. He's your point guard. He's the guy who helps all these young guys develop throughout the season. He controls the floor. They don't have that now. I think when you lose a point guard like that, especially what he's done this year, I think Phoenix has huge, huge shoes to fill. And plus, I think they want to win it for Chris Paul too. Like I, I really want to see Chris Paul win a, win a ring. And he's done so much for this franchise in just one year. I think now it's time for them to repay them and just keep it close. If there's even a chance of him returning in this conference finals, they already got the, the one up. Don't, you know, start to blow it or whatever. Just maintain it. And then when Paul comes back, you have a real chance of going all the way. I think for me, it'd probably be the Clippers just because like I, there's so much of an offensive burden on Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah. Whereas like with the Suns, like, I like the roster. The Suns have a little bit more. You still have eight and he can still contribute in the post. And like, I mean, with the Clippers, they don't have a Baca. Baca's out for the entire playoffs now as well. He had his back surgery. So they're already down a Baca. And then you have to put even more of a load on a guy like Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris. Like Reggie Jackson has been incredible, but like, yeah. is that like a guy you want to be your second leading scorer in a conference finals game? Probably not. And Marcus Morris is shooting really well, but like, is that sustainable? Terrence Mann had an incredible game, but I mean, that's like he played out of his mind. Yeah, like at least I trust with the Suns that they have the guys with Aiton and Booker, obviously, Jay Crowder, Michael Bridges. They can get it done and fill in the gaps. And like campaign played out of his mind in game one. He played really, really well. But I, I trust that roster a little bit more to get it done than I do the Clippers roster just around Paul George. Like you need Kawhi back if you're the Clippers. I don't think he's coming back though either. No, there's like rumors and optimism, but I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. So as we wrap this up uh, for these playoffs, uh, your pick for the East uh, Finals and your pick for the Western Conference Finals games and uh, who takes it, Brad? West, I'm going to go, like, assuming Kawhi doesn't come back, I'm going to go Suns in six. Uh, I think that I, I, I trust the Clippers to maybe take a couple uh, with how they've been playing small. I think they can, I think they can take a couple. The Suns look so good in game one, though. My God. Yeah. Um, and I'll go. I, I made the prediction earlier. I'm going to go Bucks in seven against the Hawks. Like, I've seen a couple people say they should just roll through them. I just, I, I can't get there. Like, I've been so pessimistic on them after the Suns, uh, sorry, the Net series. So I'm going to go Bucks in seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go. So I, I think the Clippers could push seven if Paul doesn't return. I, they surprised me. I thought it was done against Utah. They mm-hmm. really surprised me. They showed some really good championship mentality there. So I think they could force seven games. I do think Phoenix will take it though. And then I'm with Brad. I got the Bucks. I got the Bucks in six. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a Bucks fan, so I can kind of be objective and say I do think <laughs> this is going to be probably their easiest. Well, they 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 steamrolled Miami, yeah. but I I think this could be one of the. I just think the matchup is just it's just too good. Like mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. It's the Bucks. It's Giannis. And if Trey Young goes two for nine, like he was, or two for nineteen, mm-hmm. sorry. The Bucks are slamming the door on that. Like they're 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 putting it out of question. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think Trey Young can afford to have an off game. He's had a good playoff run. Can he keep it up? I don't know yet. I trust Giannis and the Bucks more. I'm gonna go Bucks and six. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Luca. Bucks and six for me. And then I got I 
I got the Suns in seven because like I really want to see Chris Paul uh, get that ring and Devin Booker's just been playing unreal. That team is just it's like a like a fairy tale almost for them. So I'll say Suns in seven. We'll have a Bucks, a Bucks and uh, Phoenix Suns That'd be NBA unreal. Finals, which would be final. great. Yeah. Great to see. As we wrap up the show, boys, obviously we got to get some Raptors content in here. Uh, firstly, we're in Toronto, we're, of course. We're in Toronto. It's our market. We've heard this a hundred times. We got to get it in. Uh, Masai Ujiri, what do you think his future is going to be? Is he going to stay with the Raptors? Is he going to be an NBA executive maybe? Or is he going to pursue something else? Brad, uh, what's your take on where Masai Ujiri is going to end up? I, I don't think he I don't think he'll leave for another team. I think that's kind of like the Raptors or he goes like you're saying like he goes mm-hmm. to do something bigger than himself. Like he's always been he's been huge into his like at, like the basketball in Africa stuff. Uh, and they just are starting up like a, I think they're starting up like a, a league there now like funded by the NBA. So, I think so yeah. I'm intrigued to see if he like takes a larger role in that. Like if he wants to leave the Raptors and go for that. Like I think like I think he's fine with Toronto, but like if he does leave, it's for something bigger than basketball or something bigger than just running a team. I can't see him leaving for like the Wizards. I know the Mavericks were thrown around, but yeah, I, I think if he leaves, it's for something bigger than like just a team executive position. He's linked away every offseason. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so I I think he seems like one of those loyal guys like he's not just going to chase the money he's not going to go to another eastern conference team or the i West, don't even think he needs matter. the money like this guy no. yeah i'm no, just saying i don't yeah, think it's all about money i think it's what he wants to do next in his life mm-hmm. i think brad hit it on the head there i don't think he's gonna go to another team if he does it'll be something you know outside of basketball or just to you know just to help uh you know people or something like that mm-hmm. develop basketball mm-hmm. across the country or across the world actually so yeah, but I, I don't think he'll leave the Raptors for another team. I think he's going to stay in Toronto. Um, he's done a phenomenal job with the Raptors. Like, say what you want, right? Like, he traded for Kawhi, and he drafts pretty good. I don't know if that's more on Usai or if that's more – or Masai or if that's more on uh, the Probably coaching left, staff. Yeah. yeah, or the coaching staff, I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, to develop these guys. But every time they draft a guy, I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar, but he turns into a, a decent guy that you can – play some minutes so i think he's done a great job for the raptors i don't think he'll go anywhere and luca you alluded to it the draft lottery is tonight (laughs) you have a pick on who's gonna win the draft lottery the raptors are uh, i think 7.5 percent chance uh, to win the draft lottery brad who who do you think is gonna take it I was surprised. I didn't know the Rockets were that bad that they have the best odds. (laughs) They were terrible. Oh, I knew they were terrible, but I didn't think they were going to have the best odds. But they lost. I forget what it was. They lost something stupid, like Like 20 in a row. Yeah, they lost something crazy in a row. Like, I felt bad for them at a certain point. Yeah, but I I think they were doing it to themselves with all those trades. Oh, no, but like Steven Silas, for like Steven Silas, like their head coach, I felt bad for him. His first Mm -hmm. time as a head coach, and he gets saddled with this garbage roster. Them and the Thunder were like actively trying to be just terrible terrible uh i've had like this hunch in like the, not a hunch just like a thought in the back of my mind that like ever since adam silver said the raptors were going to get some kind of compensation for you know like be playing in tampa for the whole season that like he's going to reward them but not maybe the, the number one pick but <laughs> get them imagine? into the top three <laughs> get them a little higher like just kind of tinker I, I know that's stupid like it's lottery balls and it's just random chance well not random yeah but, like, but we all know chance. brad that uh it's not really <laughs> the, the most there's suspicion going on there with those balls and how they really come out so i mean that, that's what so that's what i'm saying like maybe he tinkers with it a little bit and he's like all right this is my this is my thank you gift 
for playing in Tampa. You get a high pick. You get to move up to the top three. Maybe not number one, but you get two or three at the very least. And you get like, a, I don't know, an Evan Mobley or a Jalen Green or wow. something like that. They're, like You get something fun. Personally, I want to see the – I have a take that I need to get off about the Timberwolves. So if they keep their top three pick, I can like finally say it. But I need to wait for them to get their top mm-hmm. – I need to wait for uh, them to keep their pick first. Timberwolves are always up there. Like, they just <laughs> – Well, the thing like... is, if they don't get a top three – if it's not in the top three, it goes to the Warriors. So it's I'm hoping they can get their pick. Uh, I'm you know hoping. What, thing. Warriors have a 2.4% chance of being the top four. <laughs> and if that happens, I, like I, they I, could have two picks if the Timberwolves well, they, don't they get. Have, they, could, yeah. they could go up to top three, and then their and then the Wolves pick is just outside the top three. They get wow. two top. They get two like that's something to look picks. forward to, Brad. Stir in the pot, Brad. Break it. It's not really breaking news, but it's, it's news. Um, <laughs> well, it's gonna be well, out they, tomorrow. So yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, kind of late sure. news. <laughs> they had well, they have they have they had number two last year. Yeah. So. That wasn't even that. Yeah. So like they, they get, and then they had this high pick from the wolves. That's going to be, I mean, at the highest, it could be number four. And that was from, was that, that was from the Russell trade. Yeah. The Russell and Wiggins trade. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, You know what? Listen, these things just go haywire. I mean, the Cavs are always around there. I I personally would, now that I know this, I'd love to see the Warriors picking the top three again with clay coming back. Oh my God. Steph. You have James Wiseman. Wiseman. They'll have two lottery picks, which would be. I don't even know. Them. I don't even know. Like at this point, like do you just take best player available. You just develop Sugs or something, or you just yeah, go- you could just literally take whoever you want. It doesn't even matter. You get, yeah, you, get you know Draymond Green, Steph, Clay, Wiseman, Wiggins. Yeah. I think I would Oubre. like. I would like to see oh, Uber. They might, they might need a replacement <laughs> over there. <laughs> so that's yeah. J- that's where Jalen Green comes in. There, are, there you go. So I, I would I would love to see that. Who I think is going to win probably. I, I don't think the number one team like bare like rarely wins. Like it's crazy. My one thought for that is the Rockets just lost Harden. So then you get like the conspiracies of like, do they give them? Because then you obviously, because you had that conspiracy. Oh, the, the Cavs lost LeBron. So then they got them Wiggins. Or sorry, they got them Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. the, the Pelicans were going to lose. The Pelicans lost AD. They got Zion. So like, it's kind of oh. like there's been like ah, there's been weird conspiracies Brad. around that kind of stuff. So like Brad, do you know something that we don't like? Are you I was ta- insider I was, information? I was, ta- I was talking about Adam this Silver on speed dial or something. <laughs> I was talking about it with my co-host today. And I was just like running through some of like the like the weird conspiracies. That's true, yeah. Well, about- I, well, the Pelicans just lucked out on the Zion mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I bet I mean, like that's the thing. They got the pick yeah. from the Lakers, and then it turned into the number one pick, right? So I, that's true. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I think probably got like Pistons, Magic, Thunder, two to four. One of them are going to get the number one pick. I, that's what I think. I just the Pistons would be cool. I'd like to see the Pistons get Cade. I, mean, I don't know how many point guards are going to take every year. They're taking <laughs> two point guards. Killian Hayes, I guess, is. Just... I like Killian Hayes too. I think yeah. you can play him together. I think you can play him together. I, I like Killian Hayes as well. So yeah, I'm going to go two to two to four. Poor Stephen Silas is going to be in for the long haul there. So and they might not be get to keep their pick too. <laughs> if their pick falls out of the top four, I believe it goes to the Thunder. Wow. Oh, so <laughs> so the they... Thunder could have the Thunder could have the number one and number five pick. What is happening in the NBA? Yeah, the NBA I, is crazy. You'll never get this in any other sport. This is why we don't talk about it that much, Luke. It's just too much just, to handle yeah, on the brain. Blows, blows my mind. Just There's so many pick picks. protections. Yeah. It's like, it's like you're playing 2K over here, just throwing picks <laughs> Exactly. Over. Exactly. Um, Brad, thank you uh, for uh, coming on our show today uh, to give us your insight, especially oh, your insider you information. Uh, when the NBA Finals, if Milwaukee makes it, uh, we'll probably be calling on you uh, once again for your insight. Yes. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, that does it 
for the L2 Sports Podcast this week. Uh, you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, plus other uh, platforms as well all over. Uh, for Luca Moya, I'm Luke Scritelli, Bradshaw Furlong joined us today, and have a good week. Bye.